Hello, school PR and school district marketers. This is the Social Media Schoolhouse Podcast, the program for public relations and marketing professionals, where we focus on strategies to increase audience engagement in your school district. Hey, everyone, my name is Jason Wheeler, and you're listening to the Social Media Schoolhouse Podcast. And let me just cut right to the chase. More than likely, your students don't trust you. I mean, really, can you blame them? Half of you have not even been in the classroom in the past 15 years. But don't worry, it's probably not your fault. Let's just blame those crazy millennials, right? Well, according to Adweek's article entitled Marketing to Millennials and the Necessity of Social Brand Advocacy, Millennials Don't Trust Advertising. In fact, the only people they do trust are the people they know, which is going to be key in tonight's podcast. Now, here are two critical statements from that article that really stand out to me. Millennials don't trust anything except the people they know. And the next critical statement from that article, if you aren't getting millennials past the moment of trust using social brand advocacy and word of mouth, your marketing efforts are screwed. Now, in school PR and school marketing, are we really screwed? I hate to use those kind of words, but think to yourself, are you putting your best foot forward in your marketing efforts to your millennial students? Do they trust what you're saying? Well, tonight in the podcast, I'm going to give you four ideas that might gain the trust of your millennial students. Number one, create a student ambassador program. This program has been a huge success in our district. We currently have students from our five high schools helping us spread the great news about our district to the community. This year, we focused on the over 65 population by holding senior citizen proms at nursing homes and senior community centers inside the district boundaries. It was sort of a great way to interact with that demographic that most likely is going to vote in local elections. We could use this same group of student leaders to hold events for other students in the district. They could be mentors to our elementary school students, or they could hold dances or events with middle school and high school students. By taking adults out of the equation, you build trust and the comfort level with our content and our messages goes through the roof. Students are more likely to trust their peers than some old guy in a suit. Number two, student social media takeovers. If students don't trust us, Why are we the ones sending out the messages? This might be fine on Facebook or maybe even Twitter, but if we're trying to reach students on Instagram or Snapchat, are we really the best people to be doing that? There's got to be a better way, right? Why not hand over the keys to your social media to the experts, 15-year-old kids? I'm not saying let your students have full control over your content, But for special events like a big football game or a pep rally or even graduation, why not invite student guests to post content, including pictures and video? Of course, you'll need to train them a little bit on the legalities of using social media in a school district, but I'm sure they're going to train you on what works best on those social media platforms. Number three, start a student blog that looks like Seventeen Magazine. Now, it's no secret, you know from my other post and even my last week's podcast, I'm a big, huge fan of content marketing. I love our parent blog called School of Hoop, 
And I'm also a big fan of other useful content such as eBooks and how-to videos. However, our students might not be all into that because their adult teachers write most of the content on our district blogs. Just like of the above social media takeover that I just talked about, why not have a blog that is written for students, by students, with articles they want to read? For example, why not have a high school student write an article called How I Survived My Breakup with My Boyfriend of Two Years, or maybe How I Scored $1.3 Million in Scholarships My Senior Year. Students are more likely to read a post from a kid their age than a 30-something PR guy who is still watching 80s movies. Goonies never say die! All right, number four, testimonials from students. A lot of you out there probably already do this, but this is probably the easiest way to get this whole idea started about students running your marketing campaigns. Take the time to find the students that are passionate about what they do and have them tell their story. You're going to find some awesome nuggets to share with other students trying to find their passions. And since it's coming from their peers, they're more likely to give you a five seconds and listen to your content. Now, these four ideas are just a handful of things you can be doing to reach your student population. But let me conclude with this from that Adweek article that I talked about at the beginning. Only 3% of millennials look to traditional media. That's television, magazines, newspapers. They are looking to blogs. They're listening to what their friends say on social media about a brand. And other sources where they find an authentic look at a product or a brand. What others are saying about you defines finds you, and it is eight to ten times more powerful than your ads or your content. So what is your district going to do? How are you going to engage with your students? Or let me ask you this, how are your students going to engage with your students? Well, that's it for tonight's episode. Thanks for listening to the Social Media Schoolhouse podcast. If you like what you heard, we love subscribers. Subscribe on iTunes today. For more content on marketing and social media outside the podcast, make sure to visit my blog at www.socialmediaschoolhouse.com or follow me on Twitter at WheelerCFB. Have a great day. This has been Jason Wheeler for the Social Media Schoolhouse Podcast.